Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. See, this is why Matt Essig is so good, because I said... We're going to do a little eye on the enemy. And I started badly singing, do you know your enemy? And he just fires it up. The instrumental version, but it's still the same damn song, baby. Matty Ice on it, as always. Final hour of power on this Thursday afternoon of Burgundy and Gold Game Day. As the 2-2 two and two Commanders host the 0-4 Chicago Bears. By the way, for those of you that believe in this uh, sort of thing, 72%, according to DraftKings Sportsbook, uh, of the betters, or of bets, I should say, are uh, on the commanders at minus six over the Bears. We will see. Joining us right now from the Windy City, I used to call Chicago my home for six years. It's where my daughter was born and my son grew up. Uh, so always fond of the city of Chicago, the Windy City, is Gabe Ramirez, nighttime host, 670 The Score in Chicago and Odyssey Station. Uh, also does uh, work with uh, BetQL, of course, uh, as you guys know, BetQL, very important here, and Fox 32 in Chicago as well. Gabe, it's Chris Russell back here in uh, D.C. How are you, my friend? I got to say, Chris, first of all, it's good to speak to you, and I got to let you know, you know, if the public won all the time, Vegas would be out of business. So if 72% are taking that minus six, you might as well fade them, right? That is that's, true. That's a good that's point. All right there. That's a good point. That, <laughs> Maybe that's just wishful thinking for, for, for my bears. Though. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Um, now, I appreciate you making some time for us. I know you got some family things going on, and it was good to uh, join you earlier this week. So so let's start here. I, you know, Obviously, 0-4, not the way anybody would draw it up. I was watching a bunch of that Broncos game back, and I know the um, I know the game at the end obviously did not go the way anybody in Chicago wanted, but this was finally a Bears team that appeared capable of of, of hurting you when they're on. I mean, I saw Cole Komet running free down the seam, boom, easy touchdown, pitch and catch. I don't know if DJ Moore was in or not. I mean, Gene Steratore said uh, he you know he kicked the the pylon, which I saw uh, shouldn't have counted, but it did. Like this was an offense finally that you go. Hmm, okay, I can see what they're trying to build here. Is all that fair? No, unfortunately not, Chris. Okay. I think the fact of the matter is, you know, when you look at the beginning of your statement, they were playing the Denver Broncos. Mm, and true. when you look at that defense, you know, one of the bottom in the league, 
And so, you know, you're supposed to do things like that, right? Regardless of, of who you are in the NFL, because any team can put up points. That's who they are. The talented players, Justin Fields, no different from that. I think the big issue with Justin Fields is the lack of consistency. You can put up a game like that, 300 yards for the very first time, throw your four touchdowns. But when's the next time you're going to do something like that or even come close for that matter? If you look at Justin Fields last year, he only got over 200 yards twice and he played in almost every game last season. So you look at things like that. And I think that's what people are really starting to notice in Chicago. Chris is that, you know, they, they had high hopes and expectations for Justin Fields to be a top 10 quarterback. But I think the fact of the matter is he's slipping somewhere in that 17 to 22 range. Mm -hmm. And when you want to be consistently winning in the NFL, uh, you cannot have a quarterback that lives in that space. If you have a mediocre defense, which is what the bears have. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, That's a good point. Uh, And and you're right. It was against Denver who had earlier uh, or a week before given up uh, 70 (laughs) points and probably could have given up 80 uh, to the Miami Dolphins. Gabe Ramirez, 670 the score and other outlets, including BetQL with us here on the BetQL guest hotline. Um, So, uh, listen, I wasn't a huge fan of Fields coming out of Ohio State. I thought he would struggle as a passer. I think that's fair to say that he has. Are they trying to make him more of a pocket passer by design and because that's the best way to protect him? Or is that just the natural evolution, again, of a quarterback in year three, that if you can't beat somebody from the pocket or you know from a more conventional attack – you're just not going to beat enough people in this league. Yeah, it's a great question. And I think what they were trying to do at the beginning of the season most certainly was to make Justin Fields a pocket passer. But you have to have context there, right? And I think that the reason being is because they wanted to make him a complete quarterback, not necessarily just have him in the pocket. But, hey, we want to make you better at that particular thing. Mm-hmm. The, the, the the biggest issue there is that uh, they tried to force it all at one moment. And I think that shows the youth and the inexperience of a first-time offensive coordinator in Luke Getze, who's 39 years old, by the way. And then you have the quarterback coach, Andrew Ginoco, who's 35. And they're trying to teach a 24-year-old mm. how to be a professional quarterback in the NFL. And I think their scheme and how they're going about it just isn't the best way. Um, but again, this is the question I'm asking everybody in Chicago, regardless of what excuse they try to give for the Bears. Matt Eberflus, Luke Getze, whatever it is, offensive line. And I say, and if you hold true for those things, if he does have a good offensive coordinator, if he does have a good offensive line, is he then a top 10 quarterback? And the answer is still no. And so I think that's where we're at as Bears fans, where we understand, hey, Justin Fields is who he is. I call him a little bit better Joshua Dobbs. Mm. <laughs> and, and and for me, it's like that's who he is, and it's okay. And it's not a bad thing. It's just it's hard to – listen, there's a million quarterbacks in the world, right? But you, in the NFL, only the top 15 are the ones that we're really looking at. And if you fall outside of that, it's okay to re- hit the reset button and try to go get another one that fits in that mold. Gabe Revere is with us uh, at Chicago underscore Gabe on X slash Twitter. Uh, and make sure you follow him for good Chicago information, not just on the Bears, but a lot on the Bears. So uh, make sure you give him a follow. Um, all right, so you just brought up something that I want to ask you. Like, I understand your premise, and I, be- I agree with everything that you just said and-, and people that you've talked to and some of the limitations and some of the obstacles that he has to go against. The problem is, is when you trade from, what was it, uh, what was it, 20 to 11 and surrender the assets that they did to the Giants to get Justin Fields, you do need more than this, right? Most certainly. 
And, uh, you know, then that's what you do. I think it shocked the entire city of Chicago when they uh, traded up to get Justin Fields. I think it was a desperate move by the two people that were in power at the time, Matt mm-hmm. Nagy and Ryan Pace. They were trying to save their jobs. They knew that they needed someone that they could develop in order to be that. And they were put in a tough situation, too, right? They're, they have Andy Dalton. Uh, they, 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 the plan was to have him play out the season, have a mediocre year, and then hand the keys to Justin Fields. That thing got blown up as soon as Andy Dalton gets injured. And then, obviously, Pace and Nagy are out, and you know that, that affects Justin Fields. But I think the team as a whole just needs everything, right? Ryan Pace, or excuse me, Ryan Poles, the current GM of the Bears, said if the defense is better, then that means Justin Fields is better. The problem is the defense isn't better, right? It's, right. it's not playing at a top-tier level. So, again, Chris, you need – defense, offense. There's just so many. It's the same problem as last year. There's just so many holes on the Chicago Bears team. And what we've seen this season when they've been 0-4 is that every team that they've played is significantly more stacked on talent alone, just mm-hmm. talent. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to see that today. Unfortunately, you know, on the defensive side, Washington just has killers. On the offensive side of the ball, you know, weapons galore. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be a tough night for the Bears for sure. That offensive line surely hasn't helped i know uh who was it Te- uh was it tevin jenkins right that was the kid out of oklahoma state a couple of years ago right a couple I- years ago yeah right and he hasn't really provided what they were hoping right he's had a hard time staying on the field i mean darnell wright was taken uh the big kid from um, um tennessee. yeah from mm-hmm. tennessee late in the first round um like so, uh, not late in the first round uh i want to say midway through the first round nine yeah yep. right exactly so w- why hasn't that come together is that again you know some of what we're dealing with here gabe is sam howell holds on to the ball too long justin fields certainly appears to be holding on to the ball too long or is this is just a poorly put together offensive line. I know it's it's tough when you take a look at the offensive line of the Chicago Bears on a macro level. Tevin Jenkins most certainly was supposed to be the, the guy that was going to step in, play one of the tackle positions. Now he's playing left guard for the Bears, and he's, he's supposed to be making his way back. He's practiced all week, so he should be in the lineup today. When you look at Darnell Wright, young project, you know, played right tackle all throughout college. Uh, but he's sixth in the league right now in pressures allowed from the right tackle position. Um, when you look at the left tackle, Braxton Jones, a fifth-round draft pick that Ryan Poles, young GM, you know, got to love their own guys, decided that, hey, we don't want to create depth behind left tackle. We're okay with this fifth-round pick from Utah State. And and I think so there's things like that. You have a Cody Whitehair who's supposed to be playing center, but because of the injury to Tevin Jenkins, he gets moved over to guard. 27-year veteran Lucas Patrick <laughs> comes in and plays center, <laughs> and and he's you know he's not doing well right now. So it's, it's just it's injuries, um, but at the same time, I think what we all realize, the Washington Commanders fan base, ours as well, is that it's difficult to put five big yep. grown men together on a line that can play well and stop these gladiators that are on the other side trying to get the quarterback. So it's a difficult task, and I think everyone's trying to do their best, but certainly it aids in uh, Justin Fields' lack of production. Uh, Gabe Ramirez from The Score in Chicago with us on the BetQL guest hotline. Nice enough to give us some time uh, to take a look at the enemy tonight. Uh, the Chicago Bears winless at 0-4. Uh, a valiant effort against the Denver Broncos, but again, did fall short. So I would say, right, if, if like there's a strength of the Bears offense, certainly maybe even of the team, it would be wide receiver because of D.J. Moore, uh, you know, because and, and really I should say receivers, uh, if you mix in the tight end with Cole Komet, Tanyan, who uh, hasn't been the same since a couple of years ago in Green Bay, but still, um, 
so I would say that Equanimous St. Brown, all that, but then you have the whole Chase Claypool situation. And <laughs> I, I, like, I don't know what happened to Chase Claypool because I mean, he was so good in his rookie year in Pittsburgh, Gabe, we all remember that. And, and then yeah. all, he just fell off the face of the earth. And then the bears just paid so much for him. And less than a year <laughs> later, it's a complete unmitigated disaster. I'll let you take it from here. <laughs> it is most certainly a disaster, Chris. And I think, the biggest issue, right, is you have to know what kind of receiver you have, mm-hmm. right? A guy like Chase Claypool wants to be targeted 10 to 12 times a game. He wants to be able to get that ball that, hey, when I'm covered, I'm open. He needs that kind of quarterback that can be a gunslinger. Like, it has to be a perfect pairing. And I think what Ryan Poles is trying to do is say, hey, let's give Justin Fields anyone, because let's not, let's not forget, there was no DJ Moore there last year. Mm-hmm. Darnell Mooney was injured. Equinemius St. Brown, who you mentioned, along with Dante Pettis, were like, we had like the worst receiver room in the NFL, right? So anyone would have been an upgrade. The problem is Justin Fields isn't a gunslinger. He won't target someone 10 times, right? So I think that was the issue with Claypool. And then the other mistake that they made, they had too many, too many Chiefs in the form of wide receivers, right? Now you got to feed DJ Moore. Now you got to feed Darnell Mooney. You got to feed Cole Komet. You got to feed Chase Claypool. And the Bears aren't throwing the ball 50 times a game. So you're going to run into some of those issues where you have an alpha receiver that wants the ball, doesn't get it. And he's like, man, get me out of here. Put me on a team where they do throw the ball. And I think he successfully is getting that done right now, which is punching his ticket out of Chicago. Yeah, but how do you get I, – I mean, clearly they're not going to get what they paid for him. No, fifth like, or sixth round, maybe. Uh, like, maybe. Are they going to even get that? Because he's become – Gabe, as you know, he's become a pain in the ass. Nobody wants to touch him. <laughs> You're right. You're right. And I think that you got to, like – again, you got to go find, like, some young quarterback that, you know, doesn't have a receiver, right? Like, oh, you know, I know we have Michael Pittman in Indianapolis, but – you know, even though they, they'll never take them there. But I'm trying to think mm-hmm. of teams that, that would, right, that mm-hmm. that their franchise can just use some kind of injection of life. Take the Tennessee Titans, all right? There goes the team. John Hopkins not necessarily performing up to the level that they would like him to. You get a guy like Chase, you're like, whatever, I'll take a flyer on you for the rest of the year for a sixth-round pick. And, and man, if you make if you do it well, then that's going to be great. So, I, again, I, you're right. I, mean, I don't think they're going to cut him. They'll just, they'd rather hold on to him. But I think somebody would be desperate enough to give up a fifth or sixth round pick that they don't value my sixth round pick if they don't value it too much. Mm. Gabe Ramirez from the score in Chicago with us. Eye on the enemy right here on the Team 980 on the BetQL guest hotline. Before we run out of time, uh, you know, Eberflus was thought of, uh, you know, as this great young defensive coordinator. A lot of people liked him. Obviously gets a head coaching opportunity. It has not gone well, as we know. But what the hell has gone on with the defense? I know they're beat up on the secondary. My guy Greg Stroman, who I used to cover here, is out there making a a play or two on Sunday that I saw uh, when I was watching the game back. But, I mean, they're beat up. They're banged up. They're averaging. I, I didn't realize it. I didn't realize it was this. I knew it was bad. Uh, and all the rankings, but but Gabe, you, you know this probably. They're they're averaging like fifty three more yards per game allowed than the rest of the NFL, and and the most startling number is fifty nine percent on third down. That's in, I, I mean that's absurd. It's unreal, and it's it's but but it is the defense. I mean, I will give Ibrahim some sort of grace in that, you know, no Eddie Jackson, your starting safety, yeah. free safety, no uh, Jaquan Brisker today, no Jalen Johnson, your what could it be an all pro cornerback for you? No Kyler Gordon, who was your second round draft pick. And so, you know, you have, you know, your secondary is depleted, your interior line is trash, but here's something, that, this is why I, I sometimes have issue with the direction the bears are going, right? 
the Bears as a team, up until this point, only have 22 pressures mm. on the quarterback as a team. Right. J- Jalen Carter, who they passed up on uh, to take Darnell Wright, has 20 by himself mm. for mm. the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm. So, like, again, I think it's like things like that where, you know, you just outthink yourself, you know, and you, you kind of put yourself in that, that, that little kind of situation. But the Eberflus should be able to get the defense to play at a high level because that is a specialty. And I think that's why a lot of Chicagoans are coming down on him right now because – not only is the team performing poorly and has lost 14, 15 straight, but your defense, which you're supposed to be good at, is playing poor as well. Yeah, uh, and and that and that's with spending a pretty good chunk of change yeah. on Yannick Ngakwe. <laughs> yep, Yannick Ngakwe, TJ Edwards, Tremaine Edmonds. I mean, you spend money on the defense, right? And and still, it's not performing. Anywhere how how near is it, how has Edmonds, by the way, uh, looked so far? I I, I didn't yeah. see enough of him. Yeah, I mean, you know, he was brought in, right, as the anti-Roquan Smith because mm-hmm. he created turnovers, whereas mm-hmm. Roquan didn't. We haven't seen that yet. He flies over the field. I can say that. And he is a huge human being. Like, you stand up next to that guy, mm-hmm. and he looks like he's from a different planet. Yeah. But I, I think, you know, I think he's settling in. I think he's playing in a defense, clearly, like we just mentioned, Chris, that doesn't have the same talent as he had in Buffalo. And as we know, when you have talented people around you, just like your defensive line right now in Washington, other people can be successful. And so TG, T, uh, Tremaine Edmonds doing it on his own, uh, that, that's going to be tough for him. And TJ Edwards, I think he leads the league in, uh, in tackles right now. Yeah, I, so, I wonder if one of those two guys has a breakout performance tonight against this Washington team. I mean, Nick Morrow, who's like, you know, a backup, backup linebacker, yeah. um, you know, had three sacks against Howell and the commander's offensive line. Just just making plays, scraping up, you know, empty holes or, or gaps or whatever, uh, and just going with the flow. I wonder if one of those two guys has a, a big game for the Bears from a production standpoint, not only tackles, but again, potential game-changing plays. Uh, we'll see. Gabe, this is awesome. I appreciate you. Uh, I got a million other questions, uh, but I'm out of time. But I really appreciate you making some time. I know you got some family stuff going on. Uh, try and enjoy the game, I guess, is the best advice I can give you. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe things will turn around someday. Hey, at least you always have the Chicago Cubs. And the White Sox. Uh, I'm a Sox fan, which is, makes this year even worse, Chris. Okay. So thanks, well, for, thanks for reminding me yeah, about I'm that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, you know, I, I screwed that up, and I, I, sh- I should have I should have noted that. I, I did I did see that, and, and my bad. I, I said the wrong Chicago team. So I, I'm sure you take a little. I'm sure you take a little glory in the Cubs uh, faltering at the end. But you know, as we all know, we need stuff to talk about, and it's not easy to talk about a winless football team. Uh, that's for sure. The city, city's a better place when the Cubs are winning. Uh, but, hey, I'll be watching the game just like you and checking out your commanders and those cool black threads. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate you. Good to have All you right. on. That's have a, a little eye on the enemy. Gabe Ramirez from The Score in Chicago and Fox 32 as well in Chicago. Make sure you follow him at Chicago underscore Gabe on X. Back with your calls. Dum-dum of the day, a final pick and prediction. All still to come over the next 40 minutes. Don't forget. Burgundy and Gold game day pregame show. The Take Command pregame show unofficially, officially starts at 4. Craig Hoffman, Logan Paulson, they are getting set to broadcast from Tap Sports Bar inside MGM National Harbor. Coming up at the top of the hour, make sure you join them on this Thursday as we get set for the Commanders and the Bears. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.